0: Hey friends, before we get started, I wanted to let you know that I have been keeping a huge secret. No, I am not pregnant, so don't freak out. But I have been working on something that I have put literally blood, sweat, and tears into, and I am creating baby sleep sacks to support your baby's sleep. I have specifically designed this sleep sack, one, to be the most comfortable thing your baby will ever sleep in. And two, to keep track of your baby's binky so that you are no longer searching for binkies in the night. Now, I am still a few weeks away from launching, but because you're here and because you're listening to my podcast, I wanted to give you a sneak peek. So you can do two things. One, go check me out on Instagram. Again, I haven't made a huge announcement yet, so nobody's really there yet, but it's at Mellie Baby Co. So at M-E-L-L-I-B-A-B-Y-C-O. Go check that out on Instagram and you can get a sneak peek of what my products look like And you can join the email list at the link in the show notes and be the first ones to get notified when these sleep sacks launch so that you can get your hands on them before they sell out. And to go with the sleep sacks, I have created what I am calling the binky links. And the binky links are designed to not only attach to the sleep sack in a safe and gentle way so you are no longer pinching your baby's skin, your baby is not laying on a metal clip, your baby is not pulling the metal clip off in the night and throwing it on the floor, but you can also attach it to your baby's car seat, your baby's stroller, so you are just no longer losing the binky when you're driving in the car or when you're on a walk, or most importantly, in the middle of the night, there's nothing worse to me than when my baby would pull the binky off, throw it under the crib, and I'm under there with my phone flashlight trying to find the dang binky without turning lights on and causing a scene. So these sleep sacks and these binky links are designed to solve all of those problems. Again, I am so excited about this. I cannot wait to share more with you. But in the meantime, go check it out on Instagram at Co. and click the link in the show notes to join the email list. You can be the first to get notified. Okay. We are going to dive into today's episode. We are talking all about what to do when your baby gets sick. It is cold and flu season. It's just going to happen. Babies get sick. It is so sad, but it's going to happen. So without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the podcast today. We're going to be talking about what to do when your baby is sick. Now, I really hate to break this to you, but at some point your baby is going to get sick. I remember when I had my first baby, it was pretty much just her and I all the time hanging out in our little apartment. My husband was in school full-time. He was working full-time and we didn't really know anybody. So we weren't around other kids. She was too young to go to any kind of like daycare or play place or anything like that. So she did not even get a runny nose until she was 13 months. And I remember she woke up with a fever. She had a runny nose. I took her to the doctor and she had an ear infection and I was just bawling. And I'd call my mom. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Why did she get sick? Like thinking that I exposed her to some sort of horrible germs. And my mom said, honey, I hate to break it to you, but kids just get sick. And that has always stuck with me. Kids. They're just going to get sick. That is how they build up their immune system. That's how their body learns to fight all of these illnesses. So when they are six, seven, eight years old, they really have been exposed to most things and they don't get sick that often. I know my 10-year-old now hardly ever gets sick um, because she's been through it all. (laughs) But right around, you know, one, one and a half, my kids are sick all the time. Now that I have four kids, I feel like it starts way younger. You know, my baby had her first cold when she was like two months and it's just kind of part of having kids. It's part of growing up and it's part of building an immune system. So yes, it is sad when your baby gets sick and yes, it causes stress. I will be the first to admit that I am a stress case every time one of my kids gets sick because I know that for the next 10 days, We are going to have to adjust everything, and we're not going to be sleeping that great, and there's just going to be a lot going on, and usually when one gets better, the next one gets sick, and in our family, it just kind of keeps circling because there's so many of them, but let's talk about what you can do when your baby does get sick. There are a lot of parents who, when their baby gets sick in the middle of sleep training, they just immediately start to panic. They think, okay, I have been working so hard to teach my baby how to sleep. Now all of this hard work is going to go out the window. I remember a couple years ago, my best friend, her baby had RSV and for three weeks straight, her and her husband took turns sleeping in the rocking chair with their baby upright on their chest because there was no way he could lay down and sleep on his own. He was so uncomfortable. He was so congested. He couldn't breathe and they just held him all night long and they were doing breathing treatments and it was exhausting. She knew she was going to be, or she knew he was going to be okay, and she knew that she was going to get through it. But she was so worried about her baby's sleep after this because she had been working so hard. I think he was around five months, and she had been working so hard. He had finally started sleeping through the night, and then bam, they got hit with RSV. And she she called me, and she's like, "I just feel like all my hard work is gone." And I am here to tell you that that is not the case her baby got better. And after one night of adjusting, he went right back to sleeping 12 hours. So I want you to know that if you're in the thick of sleep training, or even if you're not, even if your baby has been sleep trained for a while and your baby gets sick and it's interrupting their sleep, know that once they feel better, they will go back to sleeping. It's just like if you've ever learned how to swim, you learn how to swim, you can totally swim independently, and then you want to sit on a floaty for a while. It's like, okay, well, The floaty is totally helping me stay up in the water. I'm not swimming on my own, but that doesn't mean that once you jump off and get back to it, you're gonna forget how to swim. So I hope that makes sense. And I hope that gives you hope that once your baby knows how to sleep, it's really hard for them to unlearn how to sleep. Sleeping is a skill, just like riding a bike, walking, talking, all of those things. And once you learn it, you kind of master it. So know that, um, know that going into it you're going to get through it and your baby is going to be okay. But let's talk about what you can do. So the first thing is throw all the rules out the window. This goes with the whole sleeping thing. If your baby is struggling to sleep because they are sick, please know that you can't mess up their sleep right now. The number one thing they need is to feel comfortable and to get enough sleep so that they can get better. So if you have to hold your baby upright, if you have to rock them to sleep, if they have to take naps on you, All of those things are completely fine when your baby is sick. Again, they need sleep to heal. So do whatever you need to do in order to help your baby sleep because once they're better, they're going to go back to sleeping and it's okay to comfort them during this time. Don't feel guilty about it. Don't feel stressed about it. Just get your baby better and then worry about sleep after that. But it's going to be fine. So don't worry about it, but just don't think about it during the time. Just hold your baby, let them sleep on you, and do what you need to do to help them get rest. The second thing I recommend is using a few of my favorite products. One is a Frida nose sucker. It doesn't have to be the brand Frida. I will actually link one in the show notes. It is the best invention. It's kind of terrifying. And it's like the first time I used it, I was really stressed. I'm like, I don't want any of this snot to come through this little straw. It was really stressful and really, oh, I don't know. It's just not my favorite thing, but it works Miracles. It works miracles. It'll clear your baby's nose up in like literally one breath and then your baby can breathe and it makes such a difference. Um, the one I'll link in the show notes actually comes with saline drops. You can also use saline drops for babies. You don't have to, my pediatrician showed me this and I did not know this. You don't have to squeeze it up their nose like you would for an adult. You just put a few dots on their upper lip while they're laying down and let it kind of drip into their nose. And that is enough to loosen everything up and then you suck it all out and then your baby can breathe. It really does make a huge, huge difference. Another thing you can use is Maddie's Vapor Rub. It's M-A-T-Y, Maddie's Vapor Rub. I'll link that in the show notes too. I feel like it helps my baby breathe. It helps soothe their cough and it is all natural, totally organic. I'm weird about putting stuff on my babies. Like their skin is just so sensitive and fresh and I'm really careful with what I put on my baby. So this Maddie's Vapor Rub is organic, it's gentle, and I feel like it's really effective. When my babies are coughing and I put this on, it really does help soothe them. You can also offer a lot of warm baths. Um, Warm baths can also help loosen up their congestion and help loosen up their cough and help them breathe better. So lots of warm baths. Put a humidifier in their room, a cool mist humidifier, and that will help with their breathing and everything at night too. And there's also a totally organic cough syrup that is also by the brand maddie's it sounds like i'm sponsored by them i am not i am zero percent sponsored but i just love their brand because it's organic and it's safe for babies you can use it over three months so if your baby is three months and older you can give them this cough syrup during the day there's a day one and a night one again i'll link it in the show notes and that just kind of helps soothe their cough when your baby's older over six months i want to say you can use highlands cough syrup they have highlands day and night um make sure you get the baby one. They have a kid's one and a baby one. It's H Y L A N D S. Um, and I like that one too for my babies. And I use it for my kids when they're older. Cause they have a kid's one that you can use for two year olds and up. And then they have a baby one you can use for six months and up. So while babies can't have like, you know, full decongestants or anything like that, these little things will make a huge difference. Clearing out their nose, using a vapor rub, giving them warm baths, using a humidifier, Using this cough syrup, these are just things that will help them feel comfortable until they feel better. And the third thing I recommend when your baby is sick is to make sure they are getting plenty of fluid. Sometimes when my babies are congested, it's really hard for them to eat because, you know, they suck through their mouth and breathe through their nose. That's just how babies eat. And it's really frustrating for them to try to eat when they can't breathe out of their nose. So instead of, you know, trying to get full feeds in, if my baby is not getting full feeds in, I try to feed them a little bit less, like fewer ounces, I should say, Um, but more often. So if they're typically drinking, you know, six ounces every three hours, I will give them three or four ounces, but every two hours or so, I just want to make sure that my babies stay really, really hydrated because you know, like they say, when you're pregnant and you get sick, push fluids, push fluids, fluids, and staying hydrated really helps their body fight off illness. So again, back to rule number one, rules go out the window don't feel guilty about adding in extra feeds for your baby. It's not going to mess anything up. You cannot mess anything up when your baby is sick. So feed them as often as you need to get those fluids. in. I do try to not add any night feeds. Um, If they have been sleeping through the night up until this point, I try to add extra feeds in during the day, but I really try not to add an extra feed in at night. Like I said, I will still hold them. I will rock them. I will snuggle them and I'll let them sleep. But my babies have never really acted hungry in the night when they're sick. They more so just want to be comforted. So if your baby's been sleeping up till this point, try not to add in an extra feed at night, unless you're feeling like they're dehydrated and you're feeling like they really need it. Then that's okay. You can always eliminate it when they're better. Um, But... Try to add as many extra feeds in during the day if you can, if you feel like they're not getting enough per feeding um, like they usually do. So those are the three things I recommend when your baby is sick. One, throw all the rules out the window. You can hold your baby, rock your baby, anything you need to do. Number two, use all of those things that I mentioned earlier to help your baby feel comfortable until they feel better. You can also use Tylenol and Motrin, but talk to your pediatrician about that. If they're having a fever or if they are in pain because they have an ear infection or something like that, talk to your pediatrician about those different pain relievers. Um, But I am not a medical professional, so I am not going to tell you what to do with medication on here. I will just recommend natural remedies for that. And the third thing is to push extra fluids as often as you need to throughout the day so that your baby is staying hydrated, and so that they can fight off their illness quickly. Once your baby is feeling better, it might take a night or two for them to adjust to not being held. Now, this doesn't mean you're starting the sleep training process all over. It simply means when they're better, you put them in their bed. They might wake up a couple times a night because they're used to you going in and holding them in the night, and that's okay. I usually just apply the modified cry it out. I give them five minutes. I give them 10 minutes. And... After one or two nights, they are back to sleeping their full 12 hours. So again, they're not going to forget how to sleep. Do whatever you need to do to help your baby feel better and know that you're going to get through this. Okay, I hope that was helpful today. That is all I have about what to do when your baby is sick. If this was helpful for you, please share it, screenshot it, tag me on Instagram at the underscore sleepberry, rate this podcast, leave a review. It would mean so much to me. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you next week. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.